When you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. I was as disappointed in Patrick Mahomes as I've been since he started his career. I've been a Mahomes fan. Yep. Uh, I think he is the best quarterback when you talk about game on the line and needing plays and there's nobody I'd rather have on the field. And he's a Super Bowl champion. And if he probably quit tomorrow, he might probably already be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But what the hell was that, Jason? What what was that with Mahomes and Andy Reid? Dude, you yeah. make $50 million a year, okay? This is where you are the bigger guy. This is where you just take it. And if privately you want to go in on the league, and if you want to call Roger Goodell, you do it. But it, I thought it was just a terrible look for the Chiefs, Jason. Horrible. Um, beneath them, should be beneath them, apparently not beneath them. Um, I, I thought it was shameful on a lot of levels. And and I'm a huge Mahomes guy as well. And um, there have never really criticized him. There's been nothing to criticize him for. He's been a tremendous ambassador for this league. Um he, he plays with fire and emotion, but he's a guy who had everybody's respect. You can tell the way other people on other teams react to him. He's been incredible for this league. And the thing that I pointed out a lot leading up to his drafting and a lot of what of my coverage of that draft and, and talking to him and his dad and his uh, godfather, LaTroy Hawkins, um, leading up to that draft, you could tell that this kid – understood all that goes into being a professional athlete and particularly a quarterback better than most because he spent his entire life running around major league clubhouses and not just the same one because his dad bounced around like he understood all the stuff that comes with this besides just all the stuff it takes to be ready to play every week and what you put your body through and what you put your mind through and how you prepare but it's also um your leadership Right, like that your words matter, that your actions matter, like all that stuff was wrote to him. So he is better than this. And and what I think this is, Carl, is a window into their football soul right now. They're mm. telling you who they are. And more to the point, they're telling you that they know who they are, which is a team that isn't going anywhere without everything falling exactly their way. And guess what? This year – that's not the way it's going down. I, they, they were telling you that they needed Arrowhead, and they know they needed Arrowhead. Like, they need to be home. This all needs to come to us. Everything's got to be on our terms because we're not good enough to overcome much. And in this case, it wasn't overcoming the officials. It was overcoming a boneheaded player doing boneheaded things that he's been doing since college. Right. That was why he couldn't find the right shoes to wear to practice with the New York Giants, right? Like, that that's a thing. That happened. Like, he was a losing football player when you got him. You didn't have to use him that much last year. You won despite him, but he still dropped balls, ran the wrong routes, did a lot of losing football things. And this year, you needed him even more. You didn't get better around him, right? Your whole – your offensive line got worse. Your run game, especially the first two months of the season, got worse. And you needed him more. And he came up small every time, including the first game of the year where he can't catch a ball that becomes a pick six for the Lions the other way. He's not a winning player. And you're in winning time. 
and he's on the field. He's not on the sidelines seeing if somebody else lined up wrong. He's lined up wrong. Why? Because he's Kadarius Tony. That's exactly what you got. That's why you got him as cheap as you got him, despite him being drafted as high as he was. Don't, don't, no, shut up. Stop whining. Stop crying. You, you sound like a bunch of fools. Like, the, this is how you deal with adversity the first time? Like, you, you finally hit adversity six years into this thing? And this is how you respond? Nah, man, they know they're not it. They know it ain't it. They know the answers are not within. They're letting you know with this whole ridiculous display. Um, four losses in six games. First time in, what, 10 games where they've lost, you know, followed yep. a, a loss with a loss. And for it to come at Arrowhead? No. They're, this is this is not their year. They're not flipping a switch. This isn't going to galvanize them. They were showing you with their pouting and their whining and their crying that they know it's over in terms of them getting anywhere close to where we expect them to be. Um, and, man, wouldn't it be something if Sean Payton caught these guys? Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah. You're right about Ooh-wee. that. Well, they're only a game back. I mean, they're only a game back. And and the other part of this is, so they win the Super Bowl, right? And everybody said, oh, look, they didn't need Tyreek Hill. Eh? Yeah. Eh, okay. You know, I mean, so it, it, they're they're in trouble. Uh, there's no doubt. And it, it goes beyond, as Jason said, the, the, the game last, you know, the game the other night. It's It's bigger than that. And I've never, by the way, Jason, you've been covering the league 20, 20 years, 25 years. I've never heard Andy Reid do I've never heard Andy Reid do what he did the other night. Not one time. No, uh, no look, I, I covered, you know, for five years I covered the the Washington team that had a slur as a nickname at the time and got to know Andy Reid a lot. Covered a lot of Andy Reid and was Andy Reid preseason and Andy Reid postseason. And uh, I have tremendous respect for Andy Reid. I mean You'll never really, I mean, I, I look, I, I was telling people when he left Philadelphia, like, I, I get it. You never won with him, but he, he could go to the Hall of Fame right now. And he's going to go down as one of the five best coaches in the history of this game. And he's managed to do to top everything he did in Philadelphia in Kansas City. Like, you look at those those two runs in their totality, like, that's next level stuff. To have done it in each conference in two different cities. To be that good, you know what I mean? To be the, the unquestioned best coach in the history of that franchise two-storied franchises. Um, but no, it's a terrible look for him. And look, there's certain guys that you fall on your sword for, right? And you go over the top and you try to change the narrative. Tony. No, no, of course he lines up off sides. He lines up off sides all the time. He doesn't really know how to properly check with the official. But, but it's on them because he's the guy you have to babysit even more. The part nobody's talking about is how many people are on the Chiefs' sidelines. Take the officials out of it. What do you have, 30 people on the Chiefs' sidelines? Yeah. Who's looking out for it? Right, where's your quality control guy? Where's somebody in the booth? You know what I mean? Where's your Stanford and MIT kids who tell you whether to challenge or not? What do you have them looking for in situations like that? Like, you guys should have known. Like, it's not out of character for this guy at all. I'll tell you what else bothered me about this. We're talking about the Chiefs and their crybaby uh, cry tendencies the other night. I know Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen have a relationship off the field. 
But when they met at midfield, right, and they're they're Mahomes is bitching to, to Josh Allen about the call. And I'm like, bro, what are you like? What do you want me to do? Like it was a weird moment. And I know Mahomes has come out because people are going to see this podcast and they're going to go, oh, you know, you guys, you didn't see Mahomes apologize. We get it. It's not that. To Jason's point, this is the first time he's had adverse, real adversity, and this is how he reacted. So we're responding to it, but I, I get it. He said it wasn't a great example for the kids that were watching, and he was still hot, and he shouldn't have done it. I understand all of that, but it happened. And so, uh, but yeah, Jason, I didn't understand that part of it. Like, cover your mouth, right? Like these guys do. Bro, I'll call you. I'll text you. This was complete crap. But he's out there just fussing out loud so everybody can hear him while he's like, you know, supposed to be congratulating Josh on the win. It was just a weird kind of deal. But uh, we'll see what they do. I mean, these next four weeks are going to be interesting. And I'm I'm here to tell you guys right now. I don't think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, okay? I don't think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year. I just don't. No. No. Uh, no. They're, they're, this is this is who they are, and as great as Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes are, I just don't think they can sit in the lab and and concoct a, you know, a script to get themselves to, to, to change the nature of this team, to change their DNA. They better get Pacheco back. Like, they, they desperately need <sighs> – yeah, a power run game. They've got to be a time of possession team right now. There's, they have to play the strength of that defense. Um, and I don't think there's no egos there. Like I don't think Mahomes is a problem with that. I don't think Andy Reid has a problem with that. It's not about that. And I don't expect people to be perfect. Um, and again, Patrick Mahomes, man, has been an incredible example, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But it was in this moment and how persistent it was and how in lockstep they were. That I, I again, I don't think it's revealing so much about them. They, they're 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 pillars of the game. They're both first ballot Hall of Famers. Correct. Everybody's allowed to have bad moments. I just think that was them displacing their anger <coughs> and projecting it onto officials because what it was really about is them in their mind hitting that point where they know we're not good enough. Yeah. We didn't get better. We're not going to get better. Like we couldn't score twenty at home, you know what I mean? When 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 twenty gets us to overtime, at least. Like I think it was more about what it said about the twenty twenty three Kansas City Chiefs than what it said about Kadarius Tony or that official, you know what I mean, or any of that BS. This was them telling you, we ain't it this year. We don't. We we're not. It. We're not we it. it. All right, let's talk about. Uh... The Bengals and the Browns, because they are interesting. 